Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Live on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. Sponsored by Amerisave, the official mortgage lender of the Miami Dolphins. Publix. To become a Publix member, visit clubpublix.com. Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood, South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination. Ticketmaster, official marketplace of the NFL. Dolphins Football, presented by the Palm Beaches. Hour number two of the fifth quarter postgame show here on the Miami Dolphins radio network. OJ McDuffie, Seth Levitt from the Fish Tank podcast, Travis Wingfield, your host here from the Drive Time podcast on the Miami Dolphins podcast network. Plenty of content for you guys there as well as MiamiDolphins.com. But right now we're talking about this postgame, or I should say this game here against the Las Vegas Raiders. And, you know, Seth, it's funny because the numbers last week we talked about this were tilted so far against us in terms of the total plays. It was like 75 plays to the Dolphins, 45, and the yardage reflect that. The third down conversions weren't there, but I'm looking at it right here. When we both ran 57 plays, the Dolphins and the Raiders, Miami had a better third down conversion rate, had more yardage in the game. Penalties were 4 for 24 this week. It was, I think, 2 for 10 last week, so still pretty good in that neighborhood, but it's funny to me just how the, the score didn't reflect the game for the second straight week, and this time it goes against the Dolphins. But ultimately, did they outplay the Raiders in this one? What do you think about that? Did they outplay them? I I don't know. I I can't say that they did. But again, I, preseason games, I think you're watching like four or five yeah. different games. Yeah. It does it, it. It's just the evaluation is so much different than what we're going to see in the regular season. And it, to me, what's funny is that they both ended the same way. You know, and so it's kind of like what preseason should be. It's almost a push. You won one, you lost one. Both of them with the ball doinking off the the crossbar there and. And it's, you know, you really are doing more individual evaluation, kind of looking at some of the play callings. The first time we've seen this with Mike McDaniel, all the things we've already talked about today. So, you know, who outplayed who? I don't even know how you can evaluate that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I, you know, you look at the penalty situation. Yeah, four for 24. But how big was the, the Coleman false start? 
Oh, that was huge. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and, and the play before that, he got beat to the ball beat to for the ball. a negative Time run. means everything on some of that stuff, too, you know, when it comes to that. You know, we're going for on fourth down. One. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And for so, sure. yeah, I mean. Aren't we I kind of over-evaluating the operation, Juice? Like, aren't we saying, you know, yeah. it's a first-year head coach. Are yeah. we saying, do they look prepared? Do they go out there and look? You know, you're not seeing a bunch of mental busts. You're not seeing a bunch of penalties. You know, right? I mean, isn't that's that a, kind of what you want to know? That's a great point, yeah. Yeah, and I think that is, I mean, that, and that's the way it's been. Honestly, think about it. I mean, averaging three penalties a game and Two preseason games. That's that's impressive. Preseason, you can see flat now. Great. I'm sure the refs want to get out of here yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. But you can have. I mean, it's a learning process for everybody, and you right. can see that yellow flag all day long right. with a bunch of young players, and we're not seeing. That yeah, and yet. I thought, but I also thought there was a lot of physical play in the secondary that didn't get called a lot. You know, a lot of face guard. Maybe balls are just short, and guys are DBs are running through guys' chests. I mean, I was really shocked that there weren't more PIs or you know legal we contacts and that. stuff yeah, yeah. as well. You know, I mean, they could have called that all day, but maybe that's the way they're going to let them play. You know, the DBs have been complaining about the new rules and all this stuff for a long time, you know, so maybe they're trying to even that playing field a little bit. Yeah, I hope, they don't, I hope so. they don't change the game plan when the regular season starts and they start calling those plays. Our DBs are physical. We played a lot of man-to-man today. You saw us in a lot of chase, you know what I mean? And that, that, that hurt us a little bit. Uh, especially when you got some guys in that are young or guys that are brand new to the roster that were playing in chase mode a lot, you know. So, so it was like – No, it's it's interesting you talk about the DBs because I think it, it goes into a, a topic we should cover here with Xavier Howard obviously getting the veteran rest. Byron Jones is is still on PUP, has not been activated, and if, he's, if he winds up on PUP when the season starts, that would mean he's out for four games guaranteed. I, I, we, I don't think that's going to be the case. I hope it's not the case. McDaniel remains optimistic, he says. Then you see Needham take the injury today, although it sounds like it's going to be a short-term yeah. thing. Keon Crossan as well. Uh, we obviously lost Trill Williams, Noah Igbenogany's. He's had a rough go here these first couple of preseason games, but I'm curious to get your take on this because we saw the Raiders' second team or first, yeah, second team offense go down the field on largely the Dolphins' first team defense, yeah. and we've talked for for three years now, Juice, about how this defense is funneled around two lockdown, physical, press, premier perimeter cornerbacks. Does not seeing those guys out there and then kind of getting you know, the ball pushed down the field and you just to make you nervous at all for the season. It, it does. It really does because I think one of the things that we I really was thinking about and was hoping is that we can get pressure with our front four without, you know, going into our zero blitz. I know we got some really incredible blitz packages. I'd like to see us get pressure with our front four and play coverage behind them. And that wasn't, that's that why wasn't I the case. with you guys. You know what I mean? That wasn't, that wasn't the case. You know, I think that we can get, you know, we're going to have to bring some extra guys right now. But, you know, I didn't hear Jalen Phillips' name a lot today. You know, I'd like to see him go out there against some guys that are backups and go out there and make some plays. You know, I did see. You know, you know, if we if we'd have given game balls out, I know you got the player of the game or whatever we had with 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 Easy E and as a comma, but I lo- I saw Duke Riley running around. Duke yeah. Riley yeah. is flying Fast, around, like man. A, you know, oh my god, every opportunity he gets, he takes that. advantage Big of it, fan. man. You know what I mean, Zach Sire Zach Sire. Sealer. Sealer. <laughs> Get some Zyler. water, man. Get some water. Zach Sealer, man. <laughs> at the same time, man, I mean, he, he just continues man. to do, do what he does, you know. Um, but there were some guys out there still that had opportunities, man, and big chance to play, and they, they came up a little short. I thought we struggled inside, you know, especially with Nick having to be outside. I thought yeah. we struggled inside. Uh, that, that quick slant and the, the, the crossing routes. They, they chewed us up today. Guys were running wide open. And I, didn't, I don't know whose responsibilities they were. 
That ball was coming out quick too, Juice. I know you're talking but about Phillips I get it, or whatever. But I, I get it, but I mean, still, you're talking about for the rush, the pass rush. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. I mean, of course, it's coming out quick. The receiver's got a five yard. But that's lead my on the point. Damn so TV. if you have those other two guys in there, it's too. just a whole different right, right. Ooh, I'm talking about yeah. So whatever inside though, I'm talking about the I'm inside. I'm just saying coverage. you got to give my pass rushers a little time to I, get out. There. I was just checking. They did get not. You. He was. He was. He was really campaigning for Phillips to get half of a sack on the one that. Who got that first sack? Oh, Zach Sealer. He yeah. was really campaigning for Phillips to get half of that because he, he did win his pass rush. He got back there, but they didn't Watch give him back. credit for the half of the sack. I guarantee if this was regular season, that would be getting sent into the Man. Elias Sports Bureau. <laughs> and I definitely guarantee you <laughs> if that had been a Jason Taylor. That dude up. Uh, yeah, but By you know himself. what? Uh, he, he, had, he was all over him, but the quarterback has a chance to escape, <laughs> but he didn't when he got wrapped up by both guys. Oh. That would be a split. That would be a shared sack. <laughs> If I anybody knows the sack stat, it's this guy. I guarantee you. Right. This dude's calling the, calling the office every Monday. <laughs> He's calling the league off every Only Monday. Only when <laughs> I am instructed to, Juice. Only when I am instructed to. <laughs> so that's the defensive did, did side you, of the wait, ball. Wait, did you ever call when there's a questionable one for JT getting, though? You never called. If I was instructed JT to JT should call. not have that. Well, you didn't say that, did so you? Take that one off the board for JT. <laughs> if, if Clarence Brooks, may he rest in peace, said, hey, Seth, call that one in, I would have been making the call. <laughs> no, that's right. It just reminds me of the PFF conversation we've had about sacks, and that's a whole other conversation that I don't want to dig into right now, but it don't does remind me, me of that a little bit. We got a they understand sacks are an official stat, right? I mean, Half sacks I, exist. They do. They're just making up new stats. They're making up new stats. I want to throw some dirt on that one because I just, I, I just don't want to get into it right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, do, I do want to pivot back to the offensive side here real quick because I, I, we haven't talked about him a lot so far. He was 9 for 10 for a buck 29 and a touchdown pass and a 152.1 rating, and he took the team down for a potential game-winning field goal. And Jason Sanders, who was money last week, money today until that last kick, and really all camp hits one off the upright. We, we thought it looked a little bit off from the original angle, and it wound up almost sneaking in there, but it goes off the upright, and the Dolphins wind up losing as a result of that. But, guys, Skylar Thompson, you know, McDaniel talked about how he's getting better at things and how deal. he said, what was it, uh, the, the first part of the, you know, the training camp process, he wouldn't have made a certain play that he mm -hmm. did later on. That touch throw to Zaquandre White, which, by the way, that guy – that the moves he put on for the size that he is in that, on that catch was a pretty nice-looking play there. But Skyler, Are you talking about after the touchdown yeah, or to get into the end zone? All of it. It just impressed me. <laughs> he was throwing well, that A-B out there, too, wasn't he, he? He was my West Coast of Florida guy I told you about when I asked him if he's from the Gulf Coast. He said, what are you talking about? This is the West Coast of Florida, my friend. I'm like, all right, you're the, you're the one that lives here. I don't know or if it's from here. I, I should probably just trust you on that. But yeah. So, Skyler, guys, um, you know there was one play where he kind of got some pressure, and, and Coach talked about him getting to the third, like the same thing with Tua, where he gets out of the pocket, and there's a little stick route just hanging out in the hook zone juice and he's fleeing to his right and I see the eyes go back and I'm like for a rookie quarterback to see that to keep his eyes up and against that rush yeah. man he's really impressing me this this preseason no he, he's a rookie quarterback but let's let's think about you know his his journey here and what he did at Kansas State you know what I mean the guy with what we talked about before was it a four-year captain there yeah he's 25 years old who who who, who does that <laughs> who's a four-year captain in, in college you know, and that tells you where he was. I mean, of course, I mean, if he's 25, obviously, you know, as a, as a freshman at 21 years old, it's, <laughs> it, it, he should have that maturity. But at the same time, though, I mean, that tells you that his game has progressed more than most guys that, that's a rookie in this league. And uh, he's seen a lot and played in, in a good conference that, you know, that's shown a lot. So I, I think that he's comfortable out there, bro. He's, he's he really, really comfortable out there. The, the moment, the situation is not too big for him. Yes, everybody's going to say, look, it's, you know, second, third, fourth stringers. It's preseason. But at the same time, you, I've seen guys that 
or third, second, third, fourth stringers that wet the bed in these situations. You know, have no idea what's going on out there. You know, this guy sees it. He, he, he recognizes, going through, goes through his progressions, runs when he has to. He only had one yard rushing mm-hmm. this week. He had half our rushing yards last I week. Know. But at the same time, though, we know that he has that in him as well. So, I mean, he's fun. He's fun to watch, man. It's going to be interesting how they handle that situation. You know, I really know, interesting. I know we cut down to 80 on Tuesday, right? I think, well, I think he's going to be okay. I think he's going to be 80. through 80. And then, you know, the, the further we get, but I, I think he's got to be a tough it, cut. It if, is. If cut at all. He might make the 53. He might have to make the 53. If you cut him, he's getting snatched up. There's there's quick, no quick. way around that. There's no way that the way this, they, this they league is start for quarterbacks. The Raiders they, might take him. Someone's going to take him. Tampa might take him. I watched the Seahawks game see him this week. They might. Who knows? <laughs> Everybody has seen him at this no point. No doubt about Somebody it. Somebody wants a and piece gonna of that. And he's going to get four more quarters probably. You, you said a word that stood out to me. You said it was fun to watch him. and It, it made me think about Seth and his aversion here to preseason football at times. But <laughs> and you, t- you know, I, I, We've been doing this for so long where we watch these games late into the, you know, to the night in, in these August games where it's they don't mean anything, but you're a Dolphins fan, so you sit there and you watch them, and you talked about a juice. Like, we have seen operations where you cannot evaluate your team because the quarterback can't do it, and you can't even get off the starting line. So we at least have that opportunity here to, to watch him do that, and he's doing a lot more than that. He's really flourishing so far here. And like you guys said, typically a, a two-quarterback roster league, but the way he's playing, I'm not sure you can do that this year. So that's one quarterback. We're going to hear from QB1 here next. Tua's postgame media coming up next here on the Dolphins postgame show, which is driven by Gunther Volkswagen. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther Volkswagen. We're also sponsored by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Raiders 15, Dolphins 13. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypod Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. You're listening to Dolphins Football on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. The home of every Miami Dolphins game. AM 560 Sports WQAM. Give your actions more traction in the all-new Kia Sportage X-Pro with multi-terrain all-wheel drive. With the right tools, anything is possible. And we have the right tools to break down that quarterback to a Tungavailoa post-game press tool. conference. I mean, just, he just called me a tool. That's what, I, that's what I heard. You didn't like Consigliere, so I had to come up with something. <laughs> no, I like Consigliere. I didn't like getting Papa Doc is what I didn't like. That's what I didn't like. What you well, got for right. us, Big Set? No. <laughs> well, listen, I think much like uh, he said the Papa game plan Tom. was, it was a little... It was a little vanilla. It was a little vanilla, but it was preseason. The guy had, uh, you know, I don't know how many snaps. He threw eight passes. But one thing is very clear. Tua wants to get out there and play some ball. And, I, and I, right, we want him chomping at the bit. And he, he, it sounded to me like, and we heard Coach McDaniel say earlier, he didn't know till the very last second. He wasn't sure what he wanted to do. And Tua helped him make that decision, right? And so then you heard from Tua he was excited to play. Shows up at 2 o'clock, whatever it is. He lets everybody in. He opens up the gates, lets everybody in, directs the buses in, the whole thing, and goes out and warms up. He, he wanted to get out there, and he wanted to play. Now, I hate to break it to him. He's saying he's looking forward to getting a few snaps against Philadelphia. He better enjoy those two days of, uh, <laughs> of practice because yeah. there's no way. There's no way. You cannot tell me that two is going to get out there and play against Philadelphia in the third preseason game. But, I, you know, I want my quarterback to want to be out there, right? right. That, that's for sure. I love the way he talked about Skyler. Thompson, he, you know, great mentorship there. He had two you – know, look, he, he played under – not under, but with Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. had a great veteran leader uh, there. Uh, I think Jacoby Brissett also put his arm around him. And, and so now you see Tua doing that for a young guy. I think that also shows that, that maturation process. Um, beyond that, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. I mean, how many – you know, uh, hey, Tua, right. can you break down eight throws? Yeah, right. pretty much. I, I liked that he was asked about the pregame workout. You talk about that a little bit, Seth, and just – Kind of him talking. That shows you there's not a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. We're going back to the well here for like, what, a second or third time, but just talking about getting that snapshot mentally before the game to see if you know to be able to call out, hey, if a defender's not where I think he's supposed to be on this look, maybe that means I have an opportunity to exploit this this look, or you know, and and that to me, Juice kind of matches up with what we talked about with you know getting to that third option quicker. Yeah. Getting yeah. to it quicker so that it's available to make a play and not just kind of, you know, dump it off and you get tackled quickly. So hopefully that's a good sign of things to come here. But anything here, Pop, from you in this press conference? You talked about Mike Kosicki a little yeah. bit too. But yeah. anything else for you? Yeah, I, I, you know, I know he said that they're, they're, they're basic in what they're doing right now. 
I, I don't care how basic we are and what we're doing. I like to execute. You know, I still want to look execute. good while being basic. No doubt right? about it, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't it. care. Line up and, and do it and, and look good doing it. You know, the, the yardage or lack thereof on the ground is unacceptable no matter what. We've got basically our whole starting line out there, you know, against a, a lot of backups from the other team, and we can't, we can't move the ball down the field mm-hmm. on the ground, you know. Um, so I don't care how basic our play calling was. Go out there and execute it. Line up and beat somebody. You know, football is 11-on-11, but it's really 11-one-on-one. But did you think Tua executed? Well, I mean, he didn't run the ball. So, I mean, I well, guess I what he did. I'm talking about Tua. We're talking about Tua yeah, right now. I understand what you're saying. You're talking about the offense as a whole. Tua's the one that made the comment. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, that's why I'm that's But I'm, I'm talking about his to. play. I'm asking you. I understand what you're saying. I, right. I, four yards in the first half. I get it, Juice. Right. They didn't run the ball well. But right. I'm saying, how did Tua look? Tua, other than a couple – Tough decisions. I'll make it. I won't call him bad. <laughs> you didn't like him. Th- you didn't like him putting Mike in that position. You couldn't put anybody in that position. I got you. I don't care if it was you out there, Big Seth. Did you like how he talked about it afterwards? About the conversation that he and Mike had afterwards, because right. you kind of looked at me and nodded Correct. and talked about that a little bit. Exactly Wanted right. Take on that. Exactly right. So in that situation, he said they were playing one lurk. They're playing one lurk. You're not going to throw it over the middle to get somebody knocked out. Lurker's a guy that's going to be over the middle, ready to knock somebody out. Everything's got to be outside. I'm glad they had the conversation so that Tua doesn't make the mistake again. You know, so, I mean, I mean <laughs> I'm going to tell you, me and him might have been in fisticuffs. <laughs> I, I've had a couple conversations with Danny, you know, where it's like, yo, man, don't, don't, please don't do that, bro. You know, you can't do that. Did you say please? I, I no, I didn't say it that way, but we're on <laughs> TV, on, on radio. But, see, bottom line is Mike can't see that lurker. You know, and two a can. So don't throw me in the mic. Get sick. Mike is There's a lot of mics that have been thrown around here today. I think Mike, we're, you know, Daniel. Yeah, maybe Daniel. just straight, straight go to last names from now on. Uh, I'm like just it. saying, Coach I understand that, that you're cool. on or a numbers. first name basis. Number 88 couldn't see it, you know, and so, yeah, I, I get what he's saying. But so that's on, and everybody's saying, you know, and then I don't know if that, which one happened first, that one or the one that Mike turned down? You know what I mean? So Mike turned one down with same situation, right? And then the, other, the one before that, I think, is the one he got popped on. So you, you do the math on that, right? Which one, which one happened first, where he got popped or the one where he turned it down from getting popped? He, he, uh, the, tur- the, the turn down, yeah. I think, was first. Turn down for what? For what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a going, preseason game? That's Because you're going to get popped. Because you're going to get popped. It is preseason radio good. here in the second hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah for so sure. I, I get it. I, I get it. I, I, back to your question, though. <laughs> back to your question. Tua, I thought he had a solid game. I thought his progressions, decision-making for the most part was really, really good. And, uh, and that's, all we can, that's all we can ask for in these, in these games with a few snaps. And you know what? You know, as quarterbacks, kind of like shooters, they probably warm up as they go along. That's also why he needs to be out there, right? I mean, I think that – so let's, uh, again, big big picture view here. A lot of talk leading up to today was – he, he's got to get some reps, right? Aren't we? Right. Got, we got to see two of this preseason. This is not a 14-year veteran. This right. is a guy in his third year who we're hoping takes that next step in his career and his progression into becoming the quarterback we all want him to be. Right. We need to see some snaps. He wants the snaps, and, and, and I'm thankful that Coach McDaniel gave him those snaps. But I think the things you're talking about, like the skill set was there. Right. We, you know, getting that ball, ball shouldn't have been thrown in your opinion – I think in Mike Kosicki's opinion as well. But, damn it, he got it through those two guys. Yeah. And so, you know, the accuracy, the ability to get the ball there. But, so, so, but he's got to get those reps, doesn't yeah, he, Juice? Yeah, and I'll tell you another great point that we're missing here that's really, really um, 
important is that they didn't match personnel. Mm -hmm. So when you make a play call and you got a personnel group out there and you think that they're going to match it, it's probably better suited for if they do match that personnel yeah. instead of the situation. So if we, if we got a run play on and our personnel says that and they've got a certain group out there that didn't match our personnel – Run game is probably not a good – run play is probably not a good idea, especially if you can't check out it. What it would be better if they have the wrong personnel out there and you check to something that beats that personnel right. with your personnel. So I don't know if they're doing that or if they're even checking something out. So say we go – Sounds to me like practice when the scout team won't run what they're supposed oh, to run. Oh, they get on my damn nerves, <laughs> man. They get on my <laughs> damn nerves. He's not even trying to make the team. Juicy's got to try to hold a job. <laughs> and, the, and the starters, the guys making all the money, the first-round draft picks – like O.J. McDuffie <laughs> here, are getting mad that they're not doing what you want them to do. Right. Read the card, man. Read the damn card. It says what you're supposed <laughs> to do, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, but you say you go out there and they're in base defense, you know, and we got substituted wide receiver. We right. got three wide out there, and we try to run the ball. With, why do I say blocking linebackers, man? We, we do not block linebackers. So, like, like I said, when Travis gives us the information on the All-22 and we can see what, what some of those, you know, some of those breakdowns were, especially in the run game, if we're in substitute and we got three wide receivers and they have three linebackers, we're in trouble right away. Sure. You never really see three linebackers anymore anyways, but we're in trouble right there. Or a strong safety down in the box that's going to, you know, be tough on a, a wide receiver as well. It reminds me of why – Edgerin James was so damn tough for the Colts all those years ago because defenses couldn't get out of nickel against that Colts offense because you just couldn't afford to do that against Peyton Manning and right. Brandon Stokely and Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. It was it was pick your poison, right? That's right. kind of the same idea there. And that also reminds me, like, maybe if you have 10 and 17 out there, you do check to a personnel beater when you don't have they're, – they're not matching personnel. And then to continue that point – Maybe you you can't run as much robber or lurk with ten and seventeen because those crossing routes. I mean, we saw the Raiders do it all game long. Right. Send those guys on a crossing route. That robber comes down. All of a sudden, you got space and they're off to the races. So it's it's. I think a lot of context has to be applied to it. But like you said, Juice. Like ultimately, the idea and Coach McDaniel said this too. You have to be able to execute when the opposing defense or opposing offense knows what you're going to do. That's what the best football teams do at the end 1, of the day. One thousand percent. So that was kind of my thoughts on that. Um, I wanted to give you guys a couple of quick hits here on guys that I thought played well late in the game when I think the press box at a certain point maybe tuned out a little bit, Seth. I think I heard one comment saying, you guys still watching this game? And I thought, yeah, I'm still watching all four quarters of this game. That's what I'm <laughs> here to do. That? I'm not going to say names, but you know who it was. They were next to us up there just slacking off and not watching the rest of the game. But I'll, I'll, I'll quit uh, talking on them. Some guys <laughs> here that I thought had nice games tonight that maybe you haven't heard of so far. Ben Stilley has become my guy, the you UDFA from ben Nebraska. Stilly. He had some moves, man. He had a sack in the game. Earlier before the sack, he had a pass rush where he did a little swim move on the guard from that three-tech spot, and he put Nick Mullins into the turf. And I was like, that's not a fun hit to take ever but especially in a game that does not count. Channing Tindall, I thought, showed some more goods in coverage, man. That speed showed up. Wheels, man. He Golly. came downhill on a run stuff, too. Yeah. looked pretty good there. Yeah. I thought Cater Cahoe, the, the UDFA cornerback from Texas oh. A&M Commerce, mm -hmm. athletic ability where he fell into the hook zone, got his hands on a football. Then he drove and made a tackle on a screen pass later on. Cameron Good, another rookie, had a nice play out in space on the edge on a little flare to the running back. And then Elijah Campbell, a guy. And all these guys, guys have – kind of put it together for two weeks in a row here now, so it's like, all right, you're starting to make a case for yourself. You build good days on top of good days. Elijah Campbell had some good coverage and box stuff as well. He did have the PBU on the Coho holding play down in the red zone, which I thought was a really nice-looking play. And then Porter Gustin has had sacks and pressures Porter, all yeah. camp long. Yeah. He's had two good games in a row. That's my list of guys. Any thoughts there, fellas, as far as this is mostly rookies on this list, but it's guys that are kind of pushing for that 53rd, which – 
you know this is my time of year to shine with these these guys deep in the roster. I love looking at these guys. Anybody stand out in that way to you guys today? We just named them all, You're Travis. Travis. <laughs> Typical <laughs> Travis. Left? Typical Travis. Yeah. Right? I, mean, there's, I mean, that's the 85 guys. He just named them all. <laughs> You know, in the whole roster, man. Yeah, I, I tell you, I, yeah. <laughs> we just talked about all three quarterbacks and asked if there were any other quarterbacks that we thought played well. Most news throw or you know, receiver throws a pass or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah what you, Travis you, said. You know, there are a couple things that I, I, I really that really stood out to me. Other than those young guys, I, there's a couple things that I did notice late in the game. I noticed Preston Williams on kickoff return and punt return. I also noticed Miles Gaskin on kickoff team early. You know, guys like you're talking about trying to make a team that aren't in the. Obviously, right, top echelon of the starters. You know, those guys are out there doing whatever they can do to, to make a roster spot like these young guys that are going out there and impressing, man. It's a good problem that we have that we've got some depth in a lot of positions. We're still lacking depth, obviously, in other positions with injuries for some, and some just need upgrading as yeah, well. Secondary, but is secondary is getting beat up right now. You know, I think our, our linebackers, we could do a little bit more depth, but those young guys will come around. It looks like they're coming around pretty good. And uh, O-line, I think we got to do some, you know, some guys out there. But we got some guys that aren't practicing. But I love the young guys that you mentioned, man. I mean, they, they, they're they out there. Anybody battling. else stand out to you, Drew? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it the same thing. Huh? <laughs> I mean, it's to me, it's I, I'm glad they have this this practice squad uh, expansion they did last year because I think a lot of these guys are going to have a chance to get on that practice squad and then maybe be a. We got to stop playing them. Man. Stop playing. Them. We I don't know. want anybody to see I them. Know. There's so many of them. It's, it's been a. Pr- it's amazing well, you can't how sit 20 guys and then also yeah. not play those 10 because you start to run out of people. It's amazing to me they had four draft picks and I see. You know, seven or eight rookies continuously making plays every week. It's it's impressive and a, a nod again to the scouting staff to find those guys, those hidden gems, uh, late in the draft and uh, you know after the draft as well. Well, that's a fair point you just made there, Travis. Is that there weren't a lot of draft picks this year when we've seen them stockpile picks over the last handful of years, and so you know typically you're not going to hit on every guy that you draft, but these you know they only drafted four guys. Right. These guys are bringing it. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. showing up. Every Your seventh round pick, pick yeah. is out there looking that. like a real NFL quarter. I mean, these guys are showing up. And, uh, you know, hats off to Chris Greer and, and the rest of the crew there. But, again, you know, it's a double-edged sword because, hey, we found some players, but, oh, we, you know, we only have so many spots. Correct. Fun, uh, fun scouting staff note for you guys here. So these are the guys that are do the work to find these guys. I ran into uh, Adam Ingroff from the facility before I walked o- or drove over here, I should say. He told me they all walked over from the facility. That is that is a uh, in this weather that is absolutely crazy. It's right around the corner. <laughs> That's right at corner. least a mile walk. If they walked there from Davy, if <laughs> they walked there from Davy, then I'd be impressed. Am I supposed to be impressed? Like impress me by finding the future All Pro. Don't impress me because you walked half a block around the corner. Come on, Travis. Hey, Jeez. if you know the weather, well, you do know the weather down here. But if you, I mean. I, I wouldn't do it. I, I didn't do it. I drove over here, so that's how we do it. <laughs> Dolphins post game yeah, is driven by Gunther Volkswagen. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther Volkswagen. Also sponsored by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. It's officially midnight here in a preseason game. We can tell by the way the content's going. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium. Raiders 15, Dolphins 13. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Miami Dolphins football, live on the Miami Dolphins radio network. The home of every Miami Dolphins game, AM 560 Sports, WQAM. Dolphins fans, you can be here live for NFL action all season long as the official ticket marketplace of the National Football League. Ticketmaster has a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Score tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Dolphins. And guys, we didn't get a chance to do game balls today, although Travis had about 12 he wanted to hand out. <laughs> I gave about six of them out right there in that last segment. But we do have the drive of the game. Let's go ahead and get to our Lexus drive of the game. Real life, real luxury. Explore the possibilities with Lexus at the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event now through September 6th. Learn more at Lexus.com slash offers. And it was capped off with a touchdown pass from Skylar Thompson to Zaquandre White. Second and six from the uh, 19 of the Raiders. Dolphins trail by six. Skylar Thompson floats it. He's got a nice catch down the sideline. Touchdown, Miami. Zaquandre White, the running back, snuck out of the backfield. Made a nice catch, a perfect throw by Skylar Thompson. Jimmy puts some air under that. Let White run right under it. Run right in the end zone. Why? Always excited for a guy. Free agent, rookie free agent to make a play like that. Plays 86 yards and that touchdown there from Skylar Thompson to Zaquandre White. And Seth, the first thing you said to me after that play there was, how big is that back? What was he, 225? or 6'2", 215, that, I think, a... is what he's listed at. And, and he, he looked pretty nimble. Yeah, there, yeah, nice footwork right there. Right? Great ball, first of all. And he went out and he got, got it. Got he went out and got it. it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Great, that's a great ball. Nice little lead right there. Got it on the fingertips, but then to put on the brakes, you know what I mean, and to get in the end zone. I thought he celebrated a little early. Got to be careful in this <laughs> league, man. They're pretty fast, man. I thought little, you might like that part. dancing inside the five. <laughs> I'm going to get – man, my high school coach supposed to run through the end zone, you know. I, I did that until I got, you know, later into the pros. I started dancing 15 yards Splits out. and the whole thing. Oh, the whole nine. <laughs> Every, you name it. The, the spike was always key for me. But, I mean, great throw, great, great grab, you know what I mean, getting in the end zone. And then once again, you know, what did, what did Coach call him, Z-White? 
Z White. Yeah, yeah, we were confused about that at yeah, first, but then we got to figure it you out. You guys were. Yeah, okay. Z White did a heck there. of a job, man, getting in, getting in the end zone. But once again, we keep bringing up the same name, right? Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson. Good things team. are happening. Absolutely. Skylar Thompson's throw. in the game. I'm glad you said that you went and got it, Seth, because I was like, I don't think he's getting to that pass. And then all of a sudden, he takes a little accelerator yeah. there, learns from Tyreek Hill, and takes that sixth What a thing about he gave him a chance to get yeah, it. Did. It didn't like he, it wasn't like he threw a fastball at him. You know what I mean? Where guys just overshoot that wide open guy. It was it wasn't a laser beam, but it was still had a little bit enough to you know to, to go get it. So this is interesting here, this dynamic right now, and I don't know if it's because the PM's about to turn to the AM right. juice, but <laughs> typically, you know, it's always the uh, the quarterback's fault, the receiver, and here you got the guy who caught the ball, and we're trying to give him some praise for going to get it, and you're saying, well, yeah, I mean, of you course, know, he got you got a chance. Yeah, see, now it's at the court. I can't I win. I, I don't know, man, Seth. You know, it depends, man. It depends on, you know, the moon for oh. me, <laughs> you know. Can you see it from here? No, I can't see it, but I can sense it. <laughs> sense at the tide, you know. But yeah, great another great play and a great drive, Travis. It really was, man. And you know, finally getting the end zone. I think that was our first and only touchdown. And and yeah, as was, Tua yeah. Tungavailoa said in his presser, it was the first touchdown scored here in Hard Rock Stadium in twenty twenty two season. season. <laughs> Under head coach Mike McDaniel. Sounded like he was doing a voiceover for the uh the, the end of the year team video highlight reel. <laughs> Sounded like me on the uh gate loop beginning of the game out there. No going doubt. over my list of things you can't bring in. No, it's a nine play, eighty six yard drive, nineteen yards, Skylar Thompson to Zaquandre White and frankly he he could have made my list there of, of all the guys I handed out. Um, I don't know what I called that. It wasn't on game that balls. play. No, just the the game he had in general. I thought oh, okay. he was impressive. I mean, the the one play. It's it's like Seth, It's kind of like Seth mentioned, right? It's like watching four games out here. If a guy makes a couple of plays, I guess he only had one rush for four yards, and then he winds up with the one catch for 19 yards. So yeah, it's on that play. So yeah, it was that play. But you know, it's to me, it's more about confirming things you've seen so far through training camp. And he's right. you know he's buried in the roster. Let's not make any mistakes about that because there's so many backs in this team that that were brought in to to make this running back room better. Yeah. But he was a guy juice at South Carolina that was. He, he would press that thing play side and get back to that cutback lane. That's what you do in this outside zone scheme. And I tweeted about it, you know, when the play happened. If he can add that element to his game, then he might have a chance here to, to Well, what he can add to his game is special teams. There you go, too. You know what I mean? And it's like there's going to be a big – there's going to be a huge, huge, you know, practice squad as well. I mean, you got a guy right there that, you know, you keep making plays no matter what. Keep, they'll, they'll, they'll find a way to hopefully keep you around. But I'd like to see him maybe next week on that first kickoff team or that first punt team or that first kickoff return team. And that's when you start realizing a lot of things that's going to happen next week, especially when it comes to the team's games or guys that are teetered on that 53. So uh, a lot of guys today, you know, like I said, having Miles out there running down, he was on the first kickoff team, you know. So if Miles has a chance right now with all these guys they brought in, his best chance is probably going to be on teams. But it's going to be tough on him. I wish they'd have had him running kicks back. You know, just all that stuff to give guys a chance. Um, because when you bring in three three or four running backs, I mean, most of those guys have the best chance of making this squad, obviously. And the guys that have been there, even Ahmed got the, the opportunities late in that game, you know, and it wasn't obviously wasn't very good because we didn't run the ball well at all. But, I mean, we didn't talk about Chase. Chase didn't run it well, say, but we boy, did he him. catch the ball in the backfield. Yeah, he well, he's going to be something to deal with out of the backfield. Yeah, man. We did. talked about the space, about yeah. how the, the, the Twitter space, how yeah. the space on the field will get created, and yeah. he's going to sneak in there. That play that Tua had where he extended, that's a Texas route, and you saw the speed right oh, away. Oh, man, Jesus. that's going to be fun right there. See, I mean, that's, so there's different things. There's different ways. And the third down play, right? Right, mm -hmm. exactly right. And then you got you know you can find ways to get the ball to Chase 
Edmonds, <laughs> two for twenty-one <laughs> receiving. It's unbelievable. First, that first name base. You get the ball to him on a swing. Is you like ride a over on the bus with the guys? Like <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, yeah. We had breakfast and I was out there with two. You didn't see me. <laughs> me and two out there. Two thirty. You're to you, right? Yeah. Um, you know, but you, you've got an opportunity right there where it doesn't. You don't have to hand it to him. You can swing it to yeah. him for four or five yards, and that's a, that's like a run play. Stretch you know, out. get the ball. If we can ever get our screen game down, man, we'd be incredible as a team. So certain things we have to work on. We can't run it. In, per se, between the tackles. Maybe you can run an off-tackle. But some of those other plays, you see Chase Edmonds getting the ball in space is dangerous, man. I mean, making guys miss. That's got to be a nightmare for a linebacker to it see is, him yeah. out in space and got to try to bring him down with the speed, his moves, you know, stop-and-go ability. That's that's tough deal right there, man. So he's going to create some problems for sure. This whole offense is about vertical and horizontal stretch. He definitely takes care of that horizontal aspect. Send all it. these guys on nines, and I'll hit him exactly. on the drop, you know, jump it down and let him go to work. Yeah, you know? We just need all these guys on the field. Let's get them all we'll back. See it. When we see that, it. then we'll get a true evaluation. We'll see it sooner right? than later. Yeah. Hopefully this week at uh, joint practices, right, yeah. Juice, coming oh, yeah. out? I'll be there. Take a look at the Eagles with us. That'll be fun to, to have uh, for you guys next week. All my Eagle friends. I can't wait to – beat them up this week. I'm looking forward to it. It's, uh, our next action, next time we get on the field, I think is Tuesday, the first practice back, and then training camp's over after this week. But uh, we have one more segment here, guys. Seth's fired up about that. That was your Lexus drive of the game. Real life, real luxury. The Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event now through September 6th. Dolphins postgame is also driven by Gunther Volkswagen. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther Volkswagen. Also sponsored by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Again, the final score here from Hard Rock Stadium. Raiders 15, Dolphins 13. You're listening to the fifth quarter overtime show presented by the Palm Beaches. This is the official Miami Dolphins radio network where Dolphins fans live. The home of every Miami Dolphins game. AM 560 Sports WQAM. Unbeatable fans like you deserve unbeatable mileage. So next time you fill up, choose Chevron with Tecron. Find a station near you on the Chevron app. And, guys, we have one more preseason game. We have three more training camp practices. Two of those are with the Philadelphia Eagles next week. We get to talk to the assistant coaches this week. We get to talk to Coach McDaniel as well. So plenty of stuff coming your way on the Drive Time Podcast, my new motto. I, I just came up with it last week, I think, because if the Dolphins are on the field, I'm on the mic. I think it sounds pretty good. I like that one. So that's, that's what I'm going with. And, Juice, maybe you can come by the studio and talk some ball with me. I don't know if you're if you're down for that, but after practice, maybe pop in there and talk some I will bring my sweaty self in there, man. We'll get it in, man. <laughs> I, I, come in there and freeze to death inside the studio. I always bring it. Just bring a, a change of shirt. So I go. bring it every day because I, I don't <laughs> I don't get a chance to shower in there. So it's eight, six hours of work. And, it's, and like you mentioned, being just I'm careful, Juice. He might try and set you up like he set me up last <laughs> just time. Just to get him in trouble. Yeah, I'm not going to eat, though. I'm just yeah. going to the studio and I'm out. Yeah. I'm, out. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited well, about the workout. Come with me. Set You're up. welcome. You're welcome down here anyway. Yep, I, don't, I don't have that authority. I am excited about the workouts this week, man. It's nice to get two teams where you're doing the kind combined practices with man um you know kind of like getting that extra preseason game it really is it? it's better than that man it really is man you get all the situational stuff you can do with other teams that you won't necessarily see in a game you know the script the way it's scripted out and your ones get more reps. ones get more reps with their ones and things like that so it's 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 the best work you can get in the preseason and that's why we talked about before man these games they're they're okay and they mean a lot to some guys, but for the most part, for coaches, their evaluation has been in the practices and definitely in these joint practices. Yeah, that's it's last week with the Buccaneers, he talked about it, coach did, about how if he sees a certain 
look or certain things that happens, he's okay with not playing guys in the game. Mm-hmm. Have to imagine that's the case again this week. So looking forward to that. Drive Time Podcast, we'll have you guys updated on all that. We also have another episode of the Fish Tank Podcast, Kevin Carter. Last week, great episode again, guys. I, I love I tell you all the time, Seth, those guys from the – Early two thousand or early two thousands, kind of my era is when I really got into this team. So th- those ones are always much appreciated. But now we get another guy coming up that was a couple of years after that here in the tank this week. Yeah, well, he actually got here at the same time as Kevin Carter, but made his name in Miami, a name that uh, everyone will remember, Cleo Lemon. Mm-hmm. Cleo Lemon. A lot of people probably don't even know where Cleo is, but he's right up the road in Jacksonville. There, we got a chance to talk to Cleo. And it's it's fascinating because it's a name people chuckle when they hear it. You know, Lemon's kind of fun to hear that. And we all remember one play, that 64-yarder. That Where was it, Juice? Right, heading right into the end zone. Heading right, right, into my, right into my lap. Camarillo. Yeah, there it is. And, uh, and, and so Cleo Lemon had to throw that ball to make uh, Greg Camarillo a cult hero. But Cleo's story outside of that one isolated moment is unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable yeah. the road that that guy had to take to get to an NFL roster, and uh, it was really cool to speak with him. I didn't know Cleo at all, and uh, you know he, he couldn't have been any more gracious with his time, and, and we're excited to put that one out on Tuesday. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I didn't know him as well. I was just a fan watching the games as well. But I tell you, uh, to hear his journey, like a lot of journeys we've heard, I mean, this one here is second to none. It really is, man. And, you know, everybody only sees the end result when they're playing in Hard Rock or Pro Player or Joe Robbie, whatever stadium we're in, <laughs> uh, Hard Rock right now, you know. But how they got there, you know, I mean, that's, that, that's always impressive to us, man. And this guy's story is, is incredible. I think a great example of that is the picture you sent me last night with Doug Flutie, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, and then Cleo Lemon. And Cleo you Lemon. look at that, that room, it's like there's, there's one guy here that probably isn't going to play in an NFL game, but he – he he did. Sure he did. sure he got did. Himself out there in that room, that quarterback room, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. And Brian Schottenheimer was the the QB coach. There you go. I yeah. knew I recognized him. I didn't know the name right off the top photo. of my head, but that's a great photo. Looking forward to that episode. We also have our Twitter Thank Spaces show on Wednesdays at 8 o'clock right. where the three of us talk some Dolphins football, and you guys can come in there and ask us questions. It's a lot of fun. Every single Wednesday, 8 o'clock on Twitter. If you understand how to operate Spaces, you can find that. We had a tough time figuring it out at first, but now I think we're seasoned pros at this point, yeah. guys. We got, we got but that. Seth's always <laughs> waiting on Spaces, though. Always waiting on Twitter <laughs> Spaces. Waiting on, waiting Twitter on space. this Twitter Spaces. I love that line, man. That's my favorite thing from the Fins Up video. <laughs> That's going to do it for us here tonight, guys. Check out South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination with world-class shows at Hard Rock Live, award-winning dining at Suppresso and Council Oak, and much more only at Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood. Thanks to Kim Bocamper, Joe Rose, and the voice of the Miami Dolphins, Jimmy Cephalo, our executive producer and booth producer, Alejandro Solana, our studio producers, Robert Griepert, Jimmy Garcia, and Matt Wilson. Our radio booth engineer was Stephen J. Gray, Steph the Specialist. Steph! Our post-game engineer was Steph the Specialist. I don't know why I jumped that line right there. It's midnight. Give me a break here. For <laughs> OJ McDuffie and Seth Levitt, I am Travis Wingfield. The final score of today's game was 15-13. to 13. I remember that one again this time, Juice. <laughs> Dolphins football will be back on the air next Saturday for the team's final preseason game, Dolphins and Eagles, on August 27th here at Hard Rock Stadium. Again, that's next Saturday versus Philadelphia. This has been the Miami Dolphins postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. The- <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.